We're traveling. We're traveling. Well, fat. That's flights, not feelings. Ladies and gentlemen, pack your bags. Because we're traveling well, sir. Please keep that tray in the upright and locked position. I don't know any other shit. So, yeah. I have to because my belly, I can't put it down. Same. Yeah, literally. This would be this would be a great time for a soundboard so I could have the just the clap noises just. Yes. <laughs> One day. Yes. One day we'll get a soundboard. Sorry everybody. One day we'll get a soundboard. Anyways, this episode we are talking about traveling while fat. We are sharing our experiences and your experiences. Exactly. And why we, I would say that my name is Haley. Yes. And my name is Samantha. Hi. And this is the plus side section. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I don't think we're gonna remember that consistently, so it's no. fine. Sorry, everybody. We're just not gonna remember it. We we're gonna try, but we're you, yeah. I mean, come on. You know our voices. Okay, Haley. I talked last episode a lot, so can you start? Sure. Okay. Wine sip. Brain just went like for a second. All right. So uh, I think I should just like dive in. Dive in. All right. So, yeah, we're talking about traveling while fat. I would say that I've traveled a decent amount, but, like, I've never been out of the country either. So, most of my experiences have been in the continental U.S. We will get to international Samantha here in a, here in a little bit. But I would say, for, for the most part, my experiences have been really positive. I, thankfully, have never been harassed or, like, asked to get off a flight due to my size um even the flight that i mentioned in this bullet point on my outline coming home from seeing sam flying home from atlanta we were packed in there like sardines i was like i was at my heaviest so 440 pounds i have never been so uncomfortable on a flight like sitting with my with my hands basically under my chin this this guy next to me was he was very nice as in, he didn't say anything, which was good. But, yeah. I would say that out of all the flights that I've taken, Delta, Delta, like, I sprang for their Comfort Plus. I would say that that was the most comfortable because the seat was a little wider and I'm really tall. It had more leg room. I would rate Southwest as the flight with the best policies for fat customers because they have an actual customer of size policy oh where if you you can buy two seats and they'll refund the the second one at the gate or if the flight isn't too packed you can ask for an additional seat at the gate which i really i really like and i think more companies should or more airlines should do that um the only other airline carrier that i've been on is JetBlue. um Decent experience, most legroom, and it was nice to not have my knees jammed into the plastic back of the seat in front of me. Yeah. Because every time I take a flight, my knees end up bruised because of it. Well, There's you're just tall. not room. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw a TikTok about someone that like didn't buy two seats, and I don't know what airline they were on, but like people were being so cruel to them, and I'm like, maybe they didn't have the option to buy two seats. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I couldn't afford to buy two seats. I never have, so right. I don't think that's something to like be shitty to other people for because like who who in this economy has that kind of disposable income right preach not me not me but yeah so the bad uh the atlanta airport seats like waiting at the gate the tiniest little seats i have ever been in in my life like it it bruised the sides of my thighs and my hips because I basically had to jam myself down in it and wait for my flight. But it, it like, bruised it. I would say, like, space in general for someone that is very tall and big is an issue. But, like, being, like, for people who obviously (laughs) wouldn't remember my height, I'm about 5'10". Getting, like, in and out of airplanes as far as getting up out of your seat and bending so you don't crack your head on the overhead bin and also moving through the aisle like to get out of the plane really annoying airplanes buses and rest stop bathrooms rest stop bathrooms are hit and miss but there have been so many times where i'll be in a stall and the door comes like to the middle of my chest and i'm just like yeah, and I'm just like I'm just a floating head basically trying to pull my pants up. Oh my god. <laughs> it's ridiculous and it feels so uncomfortable. I would say like the only city that I've been in that I felt like multiple times that it wasn't built for me was New York City. I I love New York City. I would go back, but there are tiny little boutiques that like, the aisles in them are so narrow that I would have to, like, shuffle through sideways. It's just, even, like, doorways and stuff, it just feels really, everything's really packed in. There's oh, yeah. not a lot of space to be had. And it's very apparent. Oh. Yeah. I haven't experienced it myself, but I would say that, like, Disneyland is not fat-friendly at all. I've heard Disney World is hit and miss, but I haven't been to either one, so I can't speak for certain but i do just want to say that while i've had mostly good experiences like that doesn't negate the shitty experiences that other people have had like some of the things i'll be reading from our listeners and there was you know there was an influencer that went viral a few years ago because um she was on a flight and someone sitting next to her was taking pictures of her and texting someone about how like making fat jokes and making shitty comments about her size where it, like she could see him taking pictures she could see him texting and what he was saying and just sat there through the whole flight like i there's just no excuse to be that mean to somebody no yeah oh I my know. god i know Oh my god. And it's it's something that because I follow her, I'm not going to say her name on the podcast. Like just because every it comes this comes up, like it it goes re viral for a little bit every mm-hmm. few years and she always posts that it's really upsetting. And just like kind of reliving that is really hard. So I'm not going to 
say anything. I'm not going to say any names or indicators, but if you know, you know, right? Um, I should imagine. Tips... Oh, I know. I'm too mean. I, I'm too mean. I think in that situation, I would be like embarrassed and just, I feel like I would be mortified. Mm-hmm. The, I, I don't know. Like, I'd like to sit here and say like, yeah, I fuck him up. But like, I don't know. Like, seeing right. that's true. Seeing videos of fat people getting like asked to leave planes just for their size, like I would feel really uncomfortable sticking my neck out like that, which I probably should do it anyway, especially now that I'm a smaller fat. But it is it's really hard to see that and be hurt and stand up for yourself anyway, especially with somebody that you don't know and like right in a crowd of people that you don't know how they'll react. Right. That's so true. It can definitely feel very isolating in those moments. Yeah, for but sure. I think that's why a lot of fat people don't travel and they don't go to the gym and they don't do things in public for this very reason, this experience that happened. So I think yeah. talking about it and advocating for it when it does happen, it happen and stand up for it is the only way that people are going to be brave enough to start going out. Absolutely. I would stand up for someone else that I saw it happen to before I'd stand up for myself. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Love that self-confidence that we both have. Amazing. Anyways, continue. Right? (laughs) No, I mean, you're right. You're right. (laughs) But my tips for happy or happier traveling as a fat person, um, if you need a seatbelt extender, don't feel ashamed about it. Those seatbelts are very, very small. I, I have not been on a plane since I had weight loss surgery. I might still need one. I genuinely don't know, but my tip for like not making it a big to do is as soon as you step on the plane, there's usually a flight attendant standing right there to welcome you. Tell them. And if they don't have it readily available, they will find you later and give one to you because I tried doing that sitting in my seat and flagging someone down and it felt like way more ostentatious and that made me anxious. So this way is just a lot smoother and you can keep it moving and they are very, they don't make a big deal about handing it to you. You know, like they aren't, they don't act like it's shameful, but they're not like, here, here's your seatbelt extender and like make you feel like, you know. (laughs) Um, General, I'm sure that this is stuff people already do, but especially when I'm flying, I don't wear clothes that bind. Um, I will try to wear leggings or, you know, something very, very easy to move in because, you know, I get hot easily. I've talked about that a lot. I sweat easily. It's nice to be able to take off layers, but you will also feel uncomfortable for many reasons why you're on your journey, you know, getting in seats that are different sizes, feeling like, feeling com- compact in like the the airline cabin or whatever like don't add uncomfortable clothes to that right absolutely i i i know people used to like dress up for flights because it used to be a big deal but like don't do that to yourself no don't wear something that you can't be comfortable spending like at least four plus hours in yes yes yeah i also i also wear slip-on shoes most of the time I don't think I've ever flown in the winter, so I've just worn Toms or Birkenstocks because I can kick them off really easily. I am that barefoot person in the airport. It oh, is what Haley. it is. 
I don't oh. give a shit. Wear a wear socks. It makes me hot. Oh, this goes back to my previous point. <laughs> oh God, you guys. Dude, I grew up on a farm. I used to walk around barefoot no. all the time. I no. used to walk barefoot across gravel. Like, okay. I don't care. No. As someone that had pinworms when they were in kindergarten, don't go barefoot in the freaking airport, guys. One of my tips. I've had worms before. It's fine. Okay. So It's we- not fine. We both, like- we both had worms. Congratulations. One of us still got a barefoot. The other one learned the lesson. Great. 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 If we're going to get into it, mine, mine, unfortunately, was from fish. It was from sushi. Was it? I hate to say that because I love sushi. Haley. Yeah. I was an adult, too. So, like, it is what it is. I still, I still love sushi. It just hurts. It hurts my heart. You know, it's like whenever I found out that raw oysters can make you really sick. That one, I'll take on the chin and I'll keep eating it. But, like, just like I'll keep going barefoot in the airport okay i'm gonna throw in my tip here i know we're still going through here my tip is if you can't afford it it's get tsa pre-check or global entry tsa pre-check is easier you don't have to take your shoes off which means you don't have to go barefoot in the airport you don't have to take anything off they don't go through your bag it's amazing get tsa pre-check makes traveling you know, that's so much easier you guys that's a good tip it's a good I have tip. never had I've never oh. had pre-check because oh. it, I feel like every time I fly, I'm like, I don't need that. I don't fly very often and then I regret it. Don't so be this person. If you, yeah. Get pre check. If you don't want to be a wild animal uh-huh. like me, uh-huh. just get pre-check. Uh-huh. Get pre-check. But I didn't think about pinworms, so maybe I should consider socks. Continue but... with your tips. <laughs> what? That's like the blood pressure goes up and up and up and up. Continue. Dog I'm country. We're built different. No, I know that I'm gross. It's fine. <laughs> I know you're not shaming me. I would never so. shame you. She says after she just got done publicly I did not me. publicly shame you. I just said, don't listen to them. Listen to me. Is this or is this not going to be out on the internet? Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Look at me. Don't do what they're doing. Do what I'm doing. Wear socks or get pre-checked. Don't go barefoot to the airport. It's not hygienic, everybody. Continue with your tips. I just want to say, <laughs> real quick, I want to clarify where I am going barefoot. Because I am not a never shoe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am shoeless from when I have to put the shoes in the stupid bin mm-hmm. until when I get my little bin right. and put my shoes back on. It's like 20, 20 30 feet. Here's the thing. I don't take my shoes off when I get out of the car to go in the airport. <laughs> Here's the thing. TikTok has ruined me because there's this thing that you can get from people that have um, HPV. And people in, the yeah. gy- people in the gyms get it a lot. And it You mean athlete's foot? No, it's worse. It's something on your feet where yeah. they have to like shave it off. It's like warts or something on your feet. It can happen yeah. like that. So... Don't go barefoot, but just by putting it in the bins, everybody stop. Listen to me, not Ailey. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think, honestly, my health anxiety blocks a lot of that shit out. Because yeah. I, if I, not, this is not a pun. If I dip a single toe into the health risk pond, I will spiral. 
Yeah, that makes sense. I have I have to block shit out. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Because that changed yeah. my life forever, so I get it. Yeah. 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 Just like mm-hmm. with the oyster thing. Heard. Right. Had to block it out. Doesn't exist. That's fine. Yeah. Honestly, with the... I think we talked about it in the last episode. With the storm, thinking about my car getting pelted with quarter-size hail. Not health anxiety. Money anxiety. Mm-hmm. Had to block it out. Block. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta have those coping mechanisms to survive. And that's okay. That's okay. Exactly. As long as you're breathing. I am filling in the gaps that my medication has not quite reached yet. To round up my tips after the last ones were so well received, um, consider carrying baby wipes and deodorant with you in your backpack or like whatever small bag that you're carrying that you keep with you on the flight. I am a baby wipe girl when I go number two and there is nothing worse than not having that option when you're accustomed to it but you can also like freshen up in general as well but just having something you know if you don't need it great but it's nice to have what you don't need rather than need it and not have it yes so that wraps mine up well miss I've been on a plane once Go so, for it. So fun story. Oh, wait, I, you've been on there more than once. <laughs> uh, as an adult, only once. Um, right. I was right, a kid the bad. first time. The baby wipes thing. I actually never used baby wipes until I was a preteen or teen. I can't remember. And it was like a Cribs episode. Yeah. And it was Little Wayne's episode. And then he was like, I always make my girl use baby wipes. So I keep them in the bathroom. And I'm like. Make? Like he like, it's kind of like a thing. Like he won't go downtown. Unless they've used a baby wipe. Because I guess he's, he was like eating ass back then before it was popular. Oh, I thought you meant, I thought this was like slandering the feminine scent. No, thing. no. Not, not a backdoor thing. Okay, I took got it. it. We're on board. I took it as a backdoor thing. Okay. And so ever since then, that like unlocked something in my brain. I was like, I gotta have some wipes. You never know who's gonna want to eat my ass. <laughs> like, gotta keep them on deck. Gotta keep it clean. I'm almost out of baby wipes. Lil Wayne might show up. I need more. <laughs> you never know. You never know. So, yeah. True. When you said that, when I read that, I was like, yeah, got to keep them on deck. Eating ass. Okay. So, I've only been on a plane once as an adult. And because I have such insane anxiety, everybody, as we have come to know, I mm-hmm. planned this for months of... Just the airport itself. Just the getting on the plane experience. I hyper-focused on it for forever. I watched a gazillion TikToks. Read a gazillion blogs. I asked you. I asked everyone I knew that had been on a plane. I was like, what are your tips? Um, The number one that I received was the TSA pre-check. And it was absolutely worth it. It was worth every single penny to get that TSA pre-check. Now in the future, I will do global entry because it's so much easier when you're coming back into the country Um, because it's all fine and dandy TSA pre-check when you're trying to leave the country. But when you're coming back in, guys, uh, the lines Um, and it was a nightmare seeing them be like global entry and like they were going straight to the front. It was amazing to see and heartbreaking at the same time. Um, Definitely. Definitely, I agree with Haley of wearing non-binding clothes. I would not say free-flowing clothes, 
as a bigger right. person, I have anxiety of like how much space I'm taking up. So if you do have to use the airport, the plane, not the airport, the plane's bathroom, um, that was a nightmare of having my shirt kind of graze against people. I was like, oh, right. That was really bothering me. Um, I wore slides, even though I had TSA pre-check just in case I wore slides with socks. Um, All right. Okay. (laughs) I did show up early. Like everybody shows up early, but I showed up early, you guys, uh-huh. because I didn't know I had a check bag. If you can avoid having a check bag, please do yourself a favor and don't check a bag. I know it's uh-huh. difficult, especially planners like us. Like, but if I could take back having a check bag, I would. I brought so much stuff I didn't need, and it was so much money, and it was so much extra anxiety. I did fly uh-huh. Delta. Um, I looked up the seat uh measurements so i made sure that i measured it was like a whole thing um because i was gonna upgrade my seat to comfort plus but comfort plus and delta they only give you more like room not more width <laughs> which i was like why am i gonna spend the money you know what i mean um Fair. i did learn and it almost worked for me anytime if you get there early enough you can always ask the day of your flight if they have any first class available, sometimes they will have first class available. They'll have extra room where someone doesn't show up or they switch their flight and you can actually get that seat for free. Oh, it's amazing. I was so close. But what you have to do is you have to put yourself, especially with Delta, you have to put your name on a list sure. um, and you can do it through the app. So that's a really good travel hack. Put your name, if you're flying Delta, on that upgrade list. Um, because if your name is on it, they will upgrade you for free. Damn. It's amazing. I'm learning stuff. Yeah. Okay. I learned that through TikTok and it actually worked. He was going to do it, but my name was on the list and someone right behind me was like, my name's on the list. So the dude got it instead of me. If that dude hadn't been behind me and been in my business, <laughs> I could have Libra finessed my way in there. Um, so yeah, um, those, that was like the big thing. I will say that you definitely want to make sure you are in like cool clothes. Don't wear hot clothes. I did have an experience on my way back from Costa Rica where I was just swamp assing it up. I was so hot. You guys to the point where it was like, the smell is me. (laughs) It's nobody else. It's me to where I had to go into like the bathroom when we got back to Atlanta to make sure like you couldn't visibly see anything like yeah. that I was like no liquid was like visible because I was just sweating to death because those planes are so hot they um, are and I, the little AC thing does not it help. doesn't work it was a joke I did have a good experience though my way to Costa Rica and back my way to Costa Rica I did I had my airpods which I do recommend having headphones if you can't have your airpods have like plug-in earphone, you know, um, plug-in headphones that have the adapter. If you have an iPhone, it's worth it. If there was one item not to forget as a neurodivergent person, it's your headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, it made Absolutely. the plane ride so much easier for me. Um, I didn't need an extender. The only reason I knew we didn't need an extender is because I looked up the size of the belts for Delta before I flew. Um, if you're not nice. like a hyper research person like I am, always ask for an extender. If you don't need it, you can just keep it. 
You can just keep it, but you will have it just in case you need it. Um, I did get a window seat because I turned myself sideways in order not mm-hmm. to approach the person beside me. Um, oh, it okay. helped me. I, I, I couldn't look out the window anyways because I was on, I could see the wing. So it was like not a good view. So I was like, it's not a view anyways. I was able to turn myself to where my belly, because um, I flew at 320 pounds. Um, <laughs> so I was able to make sure my belly was not encroaching on the other person. I had some really sweet bird watchers beside me. They were precious. They were so nice to me. Um, Honestly, striking up a conversation with the person next to you is scary, but it makes everybody else so much more comfortable. Like, even the dude that was beside me on my way back from Costa Rica to Atlanta, like, I did not want to talk to this guy. I didn't want to talk to him. I didn't. (laughs) But I looked at him, and I said, hey, where you coming from? You coming from whatever city I flew out of from Costa Rica? And he was like, oh, I was actually staying here. And I was here because of this. And I was like, that's great. I was doing this. And it made it so much less awkward when we bumped into each other. Because we were on Delta. And Delta is, they just packed us in like sardines. And he would bump into me and I would bump into him and he was watching a movie, so which means we both were watching the movie. Um, because <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for the movie. I did pay for the in-flight Wi-Fi, which was worth it. So worth it. Oh, it was so worth it. If you can like if you can travel with some money, like it mm-hmm. is worth it. Um I had a carry-on bag, which I totally get you when you're like getting up and everybody like I don't know why everybody stands up right away. Like stop right. it. Stop it. You don't have to stand up when everybody stands up. You can wait till everybody else passes you. You know what I mean? Personally, I yeah. like the window seat because I didn't feel like I was in anybody's way. Um, the- use the bathroom in the airports before you board. That way yes. you don't have to use it on the plane. If you can hold it, don't hold it if it's bad for your health. But for my anxiety, I was like, I will die before I pee on this plane. Like before I go through that. Um, I have never used the bathroom on the plane for that reason. Exactly. Like, I I had to on my way back, which was a nightmare. And that's when I, when I say, like, I wore kind of like, it wasn't binding clothes, but they were kind of like tight fitting. Because if I had worn loose clothes, like I did on my way there, like I wore a dress because I didn't know, like, the situation when I got there. And it was like touching people. And I was like, this is a nightmare. Like, this is my yeah. actual so I wore more tighter clothes there and I went to the bathroom and like there was no room. There was no room. It smelled. It was a nightmare. If I had like even at my size, wiping was terrible and it's not like I could bring a purse or anything in there. So I could like even if I had and, you know, in a like accessibility tool, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a wiping stick or something like that, I wouldn't have been able to use it. I wouldn't have been able to use it. It was right. so small. Um, so if you can avoid using the bathroom, please do, uh, just for like, if you have anxiety, but yeah. everyone treated me really nicely. Um, but that's, you know, just cause I tried to, I tried to be friendly. You shouldn't have to be friendly, but I did for my own anxiety. Um, the Atlanta airport was okay with me personally. Like I, I sat in like a larger seat, uh, like a bench mm-hmm. seat, um, 
got a Should've coffee. Done that. Yeah, yeah, like I got a coffee and stuff like that. So it was okay. Um, but definitely the my biggest tip is TSA pre-check if you can, global entry if you're feeling naughty, um, and then AirPods because they saved my life. Yeah. Um, and like the in- you're braver than I am. I if I don't know the person next to me, I'm other than like oh hey. like if they <laughs> if they talk to me. I'm too afraid. I have Just... to. I have to because if I hit them, if my belly hits them and we haven't mm-hmm. talked, it's like yeah. even worse to me. Where mm-hmm. like if we've shared some details about how we're both feeling, like the bird watching people, like I got their card. Like they had a, like they showed me their book. They talked about their grandkids. So I knew that if I accidentally bumped her, I could be like, hey, sorry, Rita. Like my bad, babe. And she'd be like, it's fine you know like it like established this relationship where i didn't feel like i wanted to die if i touched her you know what i mean and that was the easiest way for me because i knew i was i knew i was the biggest one in that row it was very obvious and i was just like oh my god i mean i was actually i was so friendly with this one chick because she was like girls trip really girls trip i don't know how we got together but you know me i'm really friendly and she yes. tried to switch with someone to sit with me. And I would love to sit with her. Um, but she couldn't do it. So she was like across the aisle with these two dudes. And they were like feeding her food. And she was like, I'm like, live your, like, we're literally texting. I think I still remember. We were texting and be, I was like, live your eat, pray, love moment, girl. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, it was, yeah. It, yeah. So I was friendly and it made it a little easier for me. And that's my masking ability, obviously. But uh-huh. You know, it made it a little easier to do it. Um, the bad uh, for me was just the fear of getting in the seat initially was really scary because I didn't know if I was going to sit. You remember I was like texting you being like, oh, my God, yeah. you know, I, sh- I had to look up the size of the seatbelt. I had to look up the like schematics of the seat. And the plane, yeah. I researched the type of plane we were going to be on. And all this was in the Delta app. It was amazing. Um, and I just was so scared going into Costa Rica as a bigger person because I didn't know if I would be the only big person. I mean, there I kind of was to be. I was the largest person on the retreat, mm-hmm. which was difficult at first, but it kind of helped me um, have experiences, even though I was the bigger person. Um, right put myself out there and gave myself the gift of having experiences while fat which is something that I want every single one of you to do if you're a fat body person live your life in the body you have right now I've said it before I'm going to say it a thousand times you do not hold yourself back because of the horror stories that you hear online um let us be the stories that inspire you to do it anyways I had an amazing time in Costa Rica. It was so much fun. I would do it a thousand times over again. Um, it was just the bad would was me. I was so worried and so scared because I was going by myself. Um, yeah. And those experiences were really scary. And I overpacked, which means I was just worried constantly about my bags. Um so if you can underpack, you know. But I was going to a different country. So I was like, I don't know if they're going to have, you know, Fair. five tarot decks there. Like, why do you need five? T- <laughs> bring what? Bring one tarot deck, Samantha. 
you know i'm dying that that's how you overpacked like oh my god pack clothing like i'm going to soil myself three times a day yeah i did that plus tarot books tarot cards like i brought so much stuff because i was like i'm gonna be i'm gonna read on the beach at sunset and i was like you didn't crack one book babe you didn't crack it open once anyways let's get into the uh, experiences from you guys all right so we uh, i have one it's actually a lot of experiences and i'm really i will keep them anonymous because i forgot to ask them if i could just say their name or not but they are a i'm unsure if at this point it's a super fat or infinity fat and i they openly said their weight i'm really glad to have their experiences because they obviously have a much different experience flying than we do um they exclusively fly southwest for the the policy the customer of size policy that i mentioned before um they've always had good experiences and they say that the first row of the plane has more leg room and arms that lift on the chairs so you can be more comfortable and i can attest about the arms because that does help it is absolutely does there let's see wheelchair service at airports is usually done by a third party the experience can be hit and miss but most of the time she's had a positive experience and people are understanding she's had people offer to get her food or water waiting at the gate while she's sitting in the chair um if that is something that you feel like you need because air airports are huge even the small ones are huge like it's just a ton of walking don't don't be a hero right you know don't risk injuring yourself or you know over over exerting yourself just it's it's scary and i know it can feel othering you know i can understand why you would be resistant to that because if i were in that position even just like with my back i'd be like well i can't go Mm -hmm. if i can't walk by myself i can't go but that's just that's just not the case no you're never gonna see these people again fuck them yeah exactly get what you need um exactly there's she did share um that she had a panic attack before well before she started using wheelchair services she had a panic attack trying to get to her gate and a southwest agent actually noticed that she was struggling got her a chair and wheeled her to the gate herself and actually stepped up for her when two wheelchair attendants were being shitty and making fun of her then and then comped her whole flight as an apology so that illustrates that these experiences can be very hit and miss but there are some genuinely kind helpful people and i do think for the most part that airline agents or airline employees do really want you to have the best experience possible and are genuinely kind people yeah obviously there's some stinkers but yeah um they're one of their tips they actually have a different preference they they say that for them carry-ons can make boarding and seating more of a hassle which like as a big and tall i could totally see that just just the extra hassle of trying to get out of the seat just get out of the seat and you know swing your way into the aisle and then have to get your bag it's a lot and there especially if there's people that are like you know people that are rushing you because everyone stands up at once and everyone has to go and there's it's just stressful right that makes total sense though 
Yeah. Um, now their their bad experiences honestly were really upsetting to read and like really horrible. Um, the first one, a wheelchair attendant quit pushing pushing them mid trip, said it was degrading, and left them sitting there in the chair crying and embarrassed and they had to find someone to help them by themselves the whole flight was comped again but like can you imagine no like i don't understand you know i don't understand what's wrong with people like you cannot like your job that's fine right but don't treat other people like shit because of it right and this like I'm so glad that she shared this experience with us because we only can speak from our experiences. And this is why Uh y'all's write-ins are so important. Like, when we ask you guys, like, hey, share your experiences, like, we mean it. Because Uh we, so many people go through this and we would have no idea. And so our podcast would only be one-sided. Like, yeah, we would be people that are like, oh, it's it's fine. Just do this and this. Like, with me being like, oh, you know, you don't need to check a bag because I'm speaking from my own experience at 320 pounds. Like someone that's larger than me, they may it mm-hmm. may be easier for you to check a bag. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's why absolutely we, we say like some experiences, guys. This is what we mean. We want to we want to see through what you've been through. It helps mm-hmm. us gain such a broader perspective and understand. Yeah, it honestly helps us be better podcasters. So we're not just speaking from our own from our lens you know yeah absolutely as much as we love to talk we love to hear from you guys i would say more yeah absolutely (laughs) so keep the stories coming yes their last bad experience um was at the columbus airport in ohio i will refrain from any ohio slander at this time in case we have listeners there i'm sorry but anyway they did not have any bariatric or wide wheelchairs, so they insisted that they this person sit in a standard-sized one. Two people had to push them, which was embarrassing, but there were also people turning and gawking and just being very rude. Then the, the wheel started to malfunction, and they they're pushing them as fast as they can and the wheel rubbed through her clothes and caused a friction burn she asked them to stop multiple times and they just ignored her and her parents are nurses and said that it looked um it looked infected they had to be on antibiotics actually for over three months because they had cellulitis because of these employees just lack of care and the airport did nothing she still has all the document approved and still thinks about like wanting to fight them and like I'm assuming pursue legal action but it says she's fat and quotes it's my fault which I think is just it's appalling yeah that she literally got physically injured and infected got an infection like cellulitis is no joke like that is just you know i think as a fat person it's like you think that you can anticipate how horrible people can be and just how negligent careless and then it's like you are stunned at the new low that you hear about and i think this is one of those times for me yeah i can't imagine being so callous no i can't imagine going through this yeah 
you can cut this. You yeah. good? Yeah, I'm about to cry. Sorry. It just, I don't know why okay. the part of like, it's my fault. I'm just like. Mm-hmm. I know that that. It's not. Yeah. You know how it gets me. Um, It's yeah. not your fault. And fuck them. It's like, honestly. Fuck them entirely. Like, fuck them entirely because it's just like. Goey, like, you know, I I just, I, I know what it's like to be a fat body person. And I know that fat body people have to do so much more planning and research uh-huh. and have such anxiety of, like, just doing, like, a normal fucking thing, flying. Millions yeah. of people do it every single day. So the fact that this, like, major airport isn't, like, doesn't have the tools needed for their customers... It's yeah. just like insane to me. Like, yeah, I've been I've been to the Columbus airport. It's until I'd been to the Atlanta airport. That was the biggest airport I'd been in, like to depart from. Like it's it's an international airport. It's a big deal. They yeah. the fact that they didn't have this kind of like these kind of accessibility tools like right. just and then to injure the person and right. like not care. To not I, listen, that would be nuts. Yeah, literally, like it's insane. Yeah, because you already know, oh. like you're already in like trauma response from what's going on. Mm-hmm. So to have to advocate for yourself is ten times harder. And then when you do advocate yes. to be ignored, like yeah, fuck you guys. Jesus, absolutely. I was thinking what you mentioned. I was thinking about that earlier when you were talking about all the hyper focuses you did, like mm-hmm. just the sheer amount of additional mental labor that we yeah. have to do to prepare to travel, right? Or like to do anything, like looking at the chairs at a at a restaurant to make sure the they're they will be able to hold you, like not being able to sit in booths. Like you could go on and on about all the additional mental gymnastics that we have to do just to do things that other people don't think about right and it's still like like they said it's still our fault like Mm -hmm. every single comment would still say well like just don't be fat then you know yeah and i'm sorry not everybody has that choice not everybody has that ability to just not be fat and even if they did it's still unacceptable absolutely you know what i mean it's still unacceptable to this treatment any size is unacceptable. Yeah. Um, it kind of like made me think of my mom who is standard size but is extremely disabled and has to mm-hmm. use a wheelchair. I couldn't imagine this happening to her because it could kill her. Like this could have right. killed this person and it could kill my mom. So I would just, it. I think Easily. that's, it like hit me 10 times harder. And we did like, yeah. you talk about the mental labor, we did have a comment on Instagram they were saying, like, always get the seatbelt extender, research the seating restaurants at venues. So it's already, like, make yeah. sure you do the mental labor because if you don't, it's going to be 10 times harder for you and you're already going to feel like a burden and you're already going to feel like a fucking, you know, I don't even know the words. I'm so upset. You go because I'm just like, I don't know it's why. Okay. That got me all heated, hot and bothered. Uh, Thank you for sharing okay. your experience with us. Yes, thank you so much. It's, you know, this is really valuable information to even, even though like we can't do anything to change it in the immediate, this is, it's always good to be aware of these things for the future because you could see somebody 
like I said earlier, like I can't stand up for myself for shit. But like if I saw this happening to someone else, I would absolutely want to step in and like knowing that something like this could happen because you're right. If if their parents weren't nurses. Mm -hmm. Right. They could they could have had a drastically different outcome. Right. Especially from the medical community and how they treat fat people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it's your your world experience is not the only one. Mm -hmm. And it is I don't want to use the word responsibility, but it makes you a good human to try and consider other people's perspectives and be mindful of things like this. Because other people may be so used to being dehumanized that like they feel like they can't stick up for themselves anymore and someone stepping in could like could be transformative or like really help them right yeah exactly like the when they had their other experience and the, and that person did stick up for them like you know yeah. what i mean absolutely insane insane makes me want to fight okay even though i wouldn't fight right but it makes me want to just I want to hug you. Yeah. And let's talk about how crappy they are. Preach. You okay? Yeah, okay. Hey. I will say it again. You can cut that if you need to. Yeah. Since I know you search the word. I know. I'm okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Do you... It is is interesting. I, I know that we're winding down some be like talking about these experiences and talking about the realities of being fat and having someone literally today in our comment section calling us liars and basically taunting us for our experiences like fuck you buddy yeah fuck fuck everyone that thinks that we're lying like why would we lie about any of this what my thing is it already takes it already took us so much to make this podcast uh-huh. And we do it every single day, posting, knowing what's waiting for us, knowing yeah. the type of comments that we're going to get, how it's going to affect our mental health. We have to come at this so strong and from a place of we care so fucking much about this. Like We are so passionate about uh-huh. living the experiences that we have, sharing those experiences with you all, connecting with you all, you sharing your experiences with us and building such a strong community that we are willing to put up with people like this fucktard and other fuck faces that want to come in our comment section and be cruel to us. Like uh-huh. it's worth it when we get yeah. a follow from someone else that's bigger or someone that supports us and is like, hey, this helped me or I've been through this and I want to share my experience. Like you better believe it. That's the whole yeah. reason why we built this platform. We're doing it yeah. in spite of the fucking comments. They can go fuck themselves. I don't need That's... you to believe me, buddy. Amen. Dude, dude was offering us money for a two hour, like for a two hour conversation. Like, no, Why? I'm not going to take your money. Like, you can, you can just keep watching our shit and eventually give us money when we can monetize. Like, yeah. you can go fuck yourself. Our number one fan. I love it. Our yeah. number one fan is like thin body gym guys. I love it. Thank you. Fan behavior. Fan behavior. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, is that you got anything else to add? I don't have anything else. We don't have anything else from Instagram. Did you, did you get anything from TikTok or threads or anything like that? I didn't. Okay. Well, then nope. I think we're good. 
I think that's all, all right. we have this episode, guys. Sorry to end it so hot, but that's how much that's how passionate we are and how much we love you. And how yes. we're not going to stop with this. If anything, we're growing. So mm-hmm. may we dominate the world with our fat bodies and our, what is it, big bodies and bigger opinions. Hell yeah. Hell That's yeah. why we have that tagline. Yes. If yes. we, on the days that just sheer love for ourselves doesn't get us through, spite will. <laughs> yeah. It will get us through until we're happy again. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. We're All good. right. So we are. Now I'm going to take us out of here. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and threads at Plus Size Section, on TikTok at The Plus Size Section. If you want to drop us a little line, a little love note, you know, cute, some cute stories, you can send those to us at the Plus Size Section at gmail.com. If you want to give us a review on Apple and Spotify or any other podcast app that takes reviews, I don't know all of them. Please do that. It really helps. And if you want to take it a step further because you're just so obsessed with our little spicy selves, you can share this with your friends and make them spicy too. We're indoctrinating you here on the podcast. We're indoctrinating you and your friends and your family. A juicy ass cult. Yes. Join us. (laughs) We're Busting milfs over here. What is it? Busty milfs. We're two busty, busty milfs over here in the plus size section. Join our cult. Leave us a busting five you stars. <laughs> Let us know if you want any merch that says busty milfs, and we will we will try to make that happen immediately. <laughs> Haley's a graphic designer, guys, so it like literally could happen. I'm picturing yeah. an old school desktop computer. With www.bustymilfs.com. Okay. So let us know if you want that and we will make it for you. We will. I will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Haley will. And I'll just wear it. Yes. Yes. All right. Cool. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>